Today, we are going to be talking all about simplifying next year by using planning frameworks. What that looks like, how it's beneficial to you, especially if you're teaching multiple preps, and how it can apply to units and also daily lessons. To go along with today's episode, I actually have a new free download and I'm letting y'all know that I am finally on Teachers Pay Teachers. So you can find me, I will put a link, but I will be under Kristen Masick, the CTE teacher coach. And I have a free download there that is actually going to be a calendar that will follow this framework that I'm going to be talking about with you today. Maintaining or increasing enrollment staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. So I wanted to talk about how a framework is just different than like a template. So having a framework is thinking about the actual structure of your lessons, not just what you need to fill out on a piece of paper or a Google Doc or Google Sheet, whatever about your lesson or your unit, but actually thinking through the types of units and lessons that you are going to be presenting. And so when I think about a framework, the first framework that I feel like I really mastered, and I probably didn't master, but I used it a lot, was the five paragraph essay. I I don't remember when I learned it, but it was probably like seventh grade, really, where we got into the five paragraph essay and we talked about breaking it down and having like an introductory paragraph. In that introductory paragraph, there was always a thesis statement. And then within that thesis statement, there's the three things. So it's like, it's a framework and I've used it a bunch. I've used it in a lot of different things. Even when I was writing my thesis, I had started and kept thinking about how I was going to make sure that I structured my writing so that it made sense to the reader and they could go back to my introduction and kind of get an idea of what I was about to talk about. So that is one of the, I think, the the most basic frameworks that we first start with. So we're going to be talking about a lesson planning and unit planning framework that you can use the same way so that it helps you and your students kind of figure out where you are and where you're going to be coming back. So I'm going to be teaching you a framework today that it's actually, it's going to be based on the into, through, and beyond framework. And you may or may not have heard about it before because it's actually used a lot to teach students how to read. And where you're probably teaching CTE, you're not going to be dealing with teaching students to read. So it it's really popular within like the English language arts. So the idea is that there is an introductory lesson. So you get ready, or your students ready to get them into, get them excited about your lesson or your topic that you're going to be teaching. And then you have your lessons in the middle that are your through, so you're helping them through that concept. And then there's an assessment at the end and it's called beyond. Now, as I was listening or looking at those words, and I, I could have left it the same because I didn't actually come up with this idea. It's, it is a research-based idea, but I changed the words just because it made more sense to me in the CTE classroom. So there's 
intro, so like the into, so it's introduce, then practice and produce. Because when we are teaching skills-based classes, then students are going to need to produce something as their assessment. They may not be going beyond, they probably will be at some point, but we're really wanting them to produce something so that we can assess whether or not they have met that skill. So I'm going to use those other words, the introduce, practice, and produce for the rest of the episode, but know that it is based on someone else's theory and practice and a, a framework that is used quite a bit in the English language arts world. So here's some benefits to using this particular framework. One is that you can actually look at your plans from taking a step back and you can see how many of each type of lesson you need. So how many introduce lessons are you going to need throughout the year and be able to see that I'm going to be doing this many units and even this unit the second unit might be kind of long and so I might want to also do in a second introduce maybe in the middle because I'm introducing some more information and then here's how many days I want to have students practicing and here's how many days I want students to be producing so having that bird's eye view and being able to know what is happening on what day you're taking that step back you're seeing really how you can plan things out is one of the ways that it's beneficial to use this type of framework. I'd also just mentioned how many of those introduced lessons you're going to need. Well, how many of those practice lessons are you going to need? And the great part is, is that you can actually recycle some of those things that you do within. And so if you are finding that students are really grasping an introduced lesson, so perhaps you are playing a game and you play that game on that first introduce and you really realized that, hey, my students, they loved that game. Well, go ahead and play it again. Just switch it up. Switch up the content for the next time that you play it. The kids will already be excited because they'll walk in like, oh yeah, we get to play that game again today. And, but we don't know what we're doing. So there's new vocabulary in it. So it still has them be excited, but it also helps you routine wise because you didn't actually have to recreate everything. You just needed to change some of the things up. So you can do that even with your your practice and produce. So with your produce and your assessments, you could have very similar assessments for each of your units. So you could have students have the same options for the end of every unit as far as you're doing your assessment. Maybe they can choose between doing a video or a writing prompt or taking a test and you just need to come up with the question that they are asking or you are asking them to do. So this whole idea of simplifying because you're not having to think about the the whole different lesson from beginning to end. Now, if you don't feel comfortable repeating the same thing in the same class, well, you've got multiple preps. So if you've got different subjects, then you definitely can repeat things from one class to another. And once again, you're just making those subtle changes for you as far as the content goes, but the main structure, what takes a lot of the time and the effort is already ready for you. Okay, so then, so that's kind of how it looks 
lesson plan wise is you've got you've got or I guess sorry unit plan is you've got that unit all figured out and you're going to say that I'm going to have one day be an introduce then I have three days of being a practice and then two days for my produce so I'm going to have that all laid out so I can take a step back once again I can see everything so that's how it looks for unit plans so here's the other great thing the same framework can work for your daily lesson plans so you're going to think about your first five minutes or your bell ringer is going to be your introduce so you're introducing the new information or you're reviewing from last time so it's not that you're giving them in any information you're getting them excited it could be seen as um, some sort of anticipatory set is the phrasing that we used when I was in school but that just gets them hooked and excited to be learning the next thing so that can be within your introduce so your introduce really could be doing the bell work doing the review from last time plus getting them excited for next time or what you're going to be learning and then you're going to teach them and that's part of the practice because part of the practice is you giving them that new information and then they have time to practice it and then giving them some more time to practice and I would recommend that that first like bell ringer review intro that's probably like 15 minutes and then this next section where you're teaching new content would be 15 to 20 minutes and then depending on the side like what kind of class you teach if it's a 50 minute class and you probably have about 15 minutes for them to do some more practice produce and your produce part of your produce could be you walking around seeing how students are doing are there any misconceptions what are some things that need to be readdressed and you could also do an exit ticket now the exit tickets I love exit tickets but they are at the end of class and so you can't really address those misconceptions right that moment unless you have some way of like getting the tickets and then hurrying and going through everything right that second with the students still there so I would still do the exit tickets because I love exit tickets because I still think it it does reveal some things but make sure that you're going around and you're assessing while the students are still there so that you can address things at that moment rather than having to wait a class period or two now if you're on a block schedule so if you have like a 90 class 90 minute class period I would suggest that you could actually do that introducing of new material and practicing again a second time because you really are wanting to still keep things about 15 20 minutes at the longest with any of our secondary students before they start to become like behavioral nightmares so 15 to 20 minutes chunks so if you think about those things in chunks that also can help you when you're planning because you're knowing okay I'm going to need to plan two 15 minute introduction types of activities to get the students excited get them engaged get them moving around get them doing something within that 90 minute class period once again recycle and reuse they are fine if you are doing the same thing over and over again because they actually they do like it I mean as long as it's not boring but they do like engaging activities that are predictable they do like to do various things over and over again and in the next episode I'm actually going to share with you 
um, some tools that I think can apply to anyone that can help any class, any subject, especially in the CTE classroom of ways that you can use some of these tools or these protocols to help your students to help yourself and do some formative assessments. And these are things that you can do every single time that you do any sort of direct instruction so that your students can learn those protocols and routines and they can just get better and better at doing it. And it is low prep for you because you've already trained your students. Now remember, if you want that free calendar, so it's a unit planning calendar, go ahead and go to my Teachers Pay Teachers store and you can download it there. Until next week.